Jealousy and narcissism go hand in hand. They're married to each other. A narcissist can not be a narcissist without being jealous of others. They have to have more than you. They have to be better than you. They have to look, look better. They have to do better. Everything with them is a competition. The crazy thing about their jealousy is if they can't take it away from you, if they can't snatch it, they will destroy it. And that is what they do in the relationships with the partners they claim to love. Out of their jealousy, envy and hatred towards you, they harm you in ways incomprehensible. You won't be able to imagine doing those things to another human being because you're not like them. The things they do are unforgivable and the crimes they commit are heinous in nature. All of this is what we are going to talk about in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today's episode is all about learning three crimes a narcissist commits out of their jealousy towards you. If that is interesting enough for you to just stay with me and listen, please make sure to subscribe before we begin because your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. And it also brings together so many survivors who need help and who need to become aware of the evil they have dealt with. Let's get started with this small understanding of how jealousy works with narcissists. Narcissists are inherently jealous because they are deeply insecure. And out of that insecurity, they just want to have it all for themselves. Their container always remains empty because it has a hole on the bottom. They are never satisfied. And I have talked about this countless times. The problem with them is they want everything that shines, that glitters because they chase novelty and they need to have it for themselves. So when they find you, the first thing they do is they become extremely jealous of your achievements, your potential, your job, your skills, your capabilities, your empathy, everything that you are because they can't be that. Even when love bombing you deep down, they harbor this hatred for you. They want to take it away. They want to destroy it. And that is what they end up doing in the devaluation stage. They slowly chip away at your self-esteem, your self-concept, your confidence until they make you feel disabled. They can't stand the fact that you're earning better than them. You have better social skills than them. You're like a sun that knows how to shine in a cloudy sky. You connect with people's energy. You make them feel comfortable. You know how to speak, what to say. You are not robotic like them. You don't have to follow a script. You are a heart-centered person, which they are not. And because they can't be you, they try to steal that persona. They mirror you a lot but they can't feel the essence of it since it's not coming from their core. Ultimately, they try to destroy you. And that happens a lot during the devaluation stage. Every single moment spent with them is uh, like a moment uh, spent getting slowly poisoned. They pass comments about your job, about your skills, about your salary, about your achievements, and put you down until you feel so small in your own eyes. What makes all of this criminalistic is the fact that they know what they are doing and they are doing it intentionally every single day. They keep gaslighting you about yourself until they rob you of your agency. They destroy your identity. I call it a, a form of character assassination. They kill your needs, your wants, your feelings, 
you don't know anymore what you like and what you don't. They interject themselves in your head parasitically until they take over and become your voice that you use to think about yourself, think about the world and relate with others. Every time something happens, you naturally tend to believe their opinion more than yours. They convince you into seeing yourself as a monster, as a person who doesn't know how to navigate the world, how to deal with people, how to think properly and so on. It's like they get into your head make themselves home like a parasite, live in there and now you completely forget yourself since they have totally brainwashed you into thinking that you are the cause of every single problem in the relationship and if you express anything, if you have an opinion, it's always going to cause harm. You are the harm. If someone sees themselves that way, how would they be able to function anymore? Of course, they will collapse. Being with a narcissist is like being with a hostile parasite, a virus. They come in, they target you as the host, find what your vulnerabilities are, use them against you to slowly render you useless. They turn you into a shell of yours and then throw you away in the discard stage. That is what happens in a narcissistic relationship with the person because ultimately at the end of it, you can't even trust your own thoughts. You feel so confused. You feel so split. You don't know what is real and what is not real anymore. Everything feels scrambled and mixed together. You question your voice. You question your emotions. And you feel like they must have been right because there is no other explanation to why this happened since they have convinced you it is your fault. So out of their jealousy, they rob you of everything. The second thing they do is they alienate you from your own children. Your children are thoroughly convinced that you are the monster parent. You are the one who caused all the troubles. You are the one behind this divorce. You are the one who is not letting mommy and daddy stay together. You are the one who just wants to be a strict controlling parent. You are the one who doesn't love them. You are the one who just cannot stand the fact that this child loves the other parent, the narcissistic parent. So you are painted as the villain that you're not. The fact is a narcissistic parent hates you more than they love their children and that hatred drives them to destroy their relationship with you. They're so jealous of you having a relationship with your children that they completely isolate them from you or they just enable them, they idealize them, they let them do whatever they want to just to make sure that they hate you, they think you are a strict parent. But at what expense? At the expense of uh, the proper development of your children. This is how punitive they are. This co-parenting thing after narcissistic abuse is all about taking revenge on you. They do not co-parent, they counter-parent. They retaliate. It's a war, it's a ba battle and they always try everything to win, to have the upper hand to one-up you, to make you suffer, to make you struggle. What makes this a heinous crime is the mark they leave on their children. What makes it an unforgivable sin is the destruction they cause to their development and to the relationship that you could have had with them. What makes it so incomprehensible is the fact that they think it's okay to weaponize the court system against you and get all that custody and just be an equal partner in 
everything but hardly give a damn about true nurturing, truly nurturing the children. The third and the biggest unforgivable sin is uh, the destruction of your reputation and the isolation they cause. Every time you introduce them to a friend of yours or your family, what do you get back? A feedback that is nowhere near the reality. I mean, this is a sicko. This is an asshole. You should cut them off. Who, who, who wants to be friends with this person? How low must you be in your confidence and self-esteem to choose to have a relationship with so-and-so? Ultimately, you're made to doubt every single relationship to the point of cutting them off. And what does that do? That makes you to depend on only one person and that is the narcissist, which then makes it extremely difficult for you to leave the relationship because you are left with only one person and it's them. That is what they want. They run massive smear campaigns against you at your workplace to the point of getting fired or terminated. They destroy your reputation. All those years of work that you have done, hard work to get to the point where you are or you, where you were, they just bring it down, they burn it down through their jealousy because they just can't stand the fact that you are up there. They want to bring you down and you might wonder why. Why do they get out of this? Well, a high they can't get anywhere. The fact they are so powerful to destroy years of work like that makes them feel so satisfied about themselves. And I know that is the evilest thing a person can ever do to another human being. And that is who they are. They're rotten in their core. I always say that. Because of their continuous smear campaigning, everybody sees you as a monster that you're not. Anywhere and everywhere you go, you get those eyes. You get subtle remarks. People are avoiding you. People are no more replying to your messages. You're getting blocked. That is not an easy thing to deal with because that further reinforces the belief, I am the crazy one. I must have been the cause of everything. Why else would these people distance themselves from me. This is the biggest crime of a narcissist and unforgivable one. Out of their insecure self, their pathetic petty self, their jealous and punitive self, they cut you off from all your sources of support and leave you alone so that you suffer and struggle. They want to see you suffer and that is what makes them very sadistic. This is who they are and that's why you should leave if you are with such a person. In conclusion, I can say before meeting a narcissist, you are a shining star and they turn you into dust. They bring you down, destroy you and turn you into nothing. That is how they attack your potential, your capabilities, your skills, everything that you have been. They destroy your hard work. They isolate you from your children, from your friends. They don't leave any aspect and area of your life untouched. And on top of that, they then blame you for being the mon monster, for causing them harm, for causing them a lot of pain. And you feel so pathetic, so ashamed inside for causing them so much trauma when you haven't done anything wrong. Just understand that this is classic Darwo. Deny the attack, reverse the roles of victim and offender. They have to outwin you always and to do so, they stoop to any level. Right or wrong doesn't matter to them because their conscience is dead. Having that said, nothing was wrong with you. 
in that relationship. DARU, as I said, is basically an acronym that says the narcissist reverses the roles of victim and offender. You are made the offender and they become the victim when in reality it is the opposite. Trust yourself, trust your experiences because your experiences have all the answers that you're seeking. Leave and never look back. Give them your silence as a gift because that is what they deserve. And pray and hope that they get the karma. They get the worst of the worst punishments. They get to rot in the deepest corners of hell or whatever there is because they deserve that. With that, let's bring this episode to an end. Thank you so much for listening and staying so long. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.